What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another new release Monday here on Cinematic Reviews. You can find this episode and all the other new releases on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Today, I take a trip to Hogwarts to give my thoughts on Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm a huge fan of Harry Potter, so I'm really excited for today's episode. To get things started, let's talk about some facts. The Secrets of Dumbledore was released on April 15th, 2022, and was directed by David Yates. He's best known for directing Harry Potter 5-7 through and the previous two Fantastic Beasts films. It has so far grossed $208 million worldwide, making it the worst performance of the Harry Potter universe. Johnny Depp filmed one scene before being asked to depart the film. Due to his contract, however, he will be paid the full amount of $16 million. The film was pushed back the year due to the, poor, due to the poor reception of the previous films. At 2 hours and 22 minutes, this is the longest of the three Fantastic Beasts films. The events of the film take place in 1932, which would mean that Albus Dumbledore is 51 years old. In 2016, Warner Brothers announced that Fantastic Beasts would be a five-film series. As of April of this year, Warner Brothers stated that the final two films would depend on the reactions to the secrets of Dumbledore. No surprise there. Lastly, there is one error as far as world building in this film. In the Chamber of Secrets, we learned that Dumbledore is the Transfiguration Professor during Tom Riddle's time at Hogwarts. Tom is supposedly attending during the war with Grindelwald. In the Fantastic Beast films, Dumbledore is the Defense Against the Dark Arts Professor instead. The writers have some explaining to do with that. Now, let's get to my thoughts on the secrets of Dumbledore. Like I said, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I've read all the books once and I've seen all the movies hundreds of times. I haven't been the biggest fan of these Fantastic Beast movies, though. They're not horrible by any means, but they don't quite have that magical spark that the Harry Potter films had. The Secrets of Dumbledore, however, made me appreciate the first two films a lot more. I really like this installment in the Fantastic Beast series. The story was well-written. The characters are lovable, especially Jacob. The action was thought out and executed incredibly well. And replacing Depp with Mickelson was an excellent choice. This renewed my faith in the series, and I hope they greenlight the final two films so that we can see how it all ends and how it connects to the Harry Potter films. This is definitely one of the darker installments of the franchise. The movie opens up with Credence trying to kill Newt in a dark forest area. This scene set the tone of the film, and it just kept getting darker from there. Mickelson straight up cuts a creature's neck open in order to see the future in its blood. The cave scene when Newt saves his brother Theseus was really dark and violent with the scorpion crab looking creatures running around everywhere. It was also a really fun scene though as well because Newt had to walk around like a crab in order to survive. Mads Mikkelsen was awesome as Grindelwald. Nothing against Dept, he's an excellent actor. Mikkelsen just brought something special to the role. It might be the baggage that comes with Dept as well, but I won't get into that whole mess with Amber Heard. I honestly wish Warner Brothers would have casted Mickelson from the start. He did an excellent job with what he was given. Grindelwald seems to be the Voldemort of this series, but he's not quite on that level. At least not yet. I have faith that Mickelson can get there with the character. The writers did a better job this time around, but they still have room to improve. I really enjoyed Jude Law's take on Albus Dumbledore in this universe. His relationship with Grindelwald is interesting and very controversial. I don't mind it at all, and both actors bring their A-game in this film. J.K. Rowling has previously stated that Dumbledore is gay, so it shouldn't surprise people that they went that route with Jude Law's take. All his action scenes were awesome, especially his fight with Grindelwald at the end. I'm excited to see what they do with the character in the final two films. 
he was a fun presence on screen. I love all the action scenes sequences in this film. All the Wan fights were really thought out and executed really well. My favorite would have to be the fight with Jacob against Grindelwald's followers at the dinner. I'm a sucker for the slow motion stuff, so this fight was right up my alley. The fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald at the end would be a close second. The choreography was great, and the special effects were incredible. I actually got some goosebumps during it, especially when the amazing music kicked in. I love the music in this film. Jacob was probably the standout character in this film, just like in the other two installments. He's basically the audience, and they wrote his character incredibly well. He acted exactly how any of us would act if we were in this universe. His relationship with Queenie is great, and their marriage at the end was well-earned. Giving him a wand finally was perfect and a lot of fun for the viewers as well. I only had a couple negatives, surprisingly. The first is the Credence character. The writers could have given Ezra Miller a lot better dialogue to work with. He wasn't my favorite character in the other two movies either, but with three movies and the writers, with the writers should have been more capable of bringing something special to the character. The second is the writing as a whole. It's definitely better than the first two films, but it's still not quite on the same level as the Harry Potter films. They definitely need to work on the Credence character. It's revealed in this film that he's dying, so the writers are going to have to make the audience care about the character in the next film. Otherwise, that death isn't going to impact the audience at all. They also need to work on the Grendelwald character as well. They have an awesome actor in the role now, he has, so he has the potential of being on the same level as Voldemort. I'm actually excited for Warner Brothers to get the final two films, The Green Light. I know the box office doesn't paint a bright picture right now, but it seemed like everyone in my showing enjoyed it a lot. They might as well finish the story and give the fans some closure. To end the episode, let's talk about where Secrets of Dumbledore lands in my Harry Potter rankings. I really enjoyed this film a lot. I went in with low expectations and it helped a lot actually. This is probably my favorite of the three Fantastic Beasts films. The action was really thought out and executed very well. The story was more engaging and Mads Mikkelsen was a great Grindelwald. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is my second favorite with Crimes of Grindelwald being the weakest of the three for me. Within the entire Harry Potter universe, all three films are at the bottom of this list. Secrets of Dumbledore takes the number nine spot, Where to Find Them takes the 10th spot, and Crimes of Grindelwald takes last at number 11. You can find the rest of the Harry Potter rankings on Letterboxd under Cinematic Reviews. Well, that'll do it for this new release. Check out part two of this week's special double feature with Death on the Nile. Also, join me Fridays for the newest episode of the Star Wars season. This Friday, I'll give my thoughts on the sequel trilogy.